A high-performance athletics coach has been banned from working in Aotearoa for a decade after admitting harassing and mistreating athletes, including minors. Jeremy McColl, who previously coached star pole vaulters Eliza McCartney and Olivia McTaggart, has resigned from his job after accepting allegations of serious misconduct. Athletics New Zealand says a number of complaints were made about him in May this year. An independent investigation has subsequently found McColl had mistreated athletes, including failing to adequately manage injuries. It also found evidence of harassment, inappropriate communication through social media and text, including inappropriate sexual references, aggravated by the fact a number of the sports people were minors. And the behaviour was over a number of years. Athletics New Zealand says it's also aware of reports that Jeremy McColl is being investigated by the police. It has applauded the courage of those who spoke up and apologised to the athletes for the harm they have suffered. While joining us now is Holly Thorpe, a Professor of Sport and Gender at the University of Waikato. Kia ora, Holly. Holly, how does this happen again after, you know, recent investigations into athletes' welfare? Here we are again. Kia ora, Lisa. Yes, it's uh, very serious and heartbreaking, um, you know, to realise... Um, and to be learning about the harm and trauma that these sportswomen um, have endured and will for, for some time to come, I'm sure. Um, you know, as you say, it's it's another case. Um, we've seen over the last few years reviews into cycling and rowing and gymnastics and football and rugby and now athletics where we've got male coaches, um, you know, Abusing their power over female athletes is just all too common, and you know we've got a we've got a problem here. And when we connect the dots, I think we need to to recognise that real change needs to happen and quickly in Aotearoa. So, what responsibility do the professional organisations like Athletes uh, Athletics New Zealand and High Performance New Zealand need to take? Yes, I think uh, the national sports organisations absolutely need to be doing all they can. But I think we need, um, across New Zealand, um, urgently, we need an independent body for safeguarding and duty of care. We need safeguarding policies and procedures so that athletes um, all have you know, uh, access to a safe and healthy environment that is free of harassment and abuse. And if something is going on, they can report it in a way that they feel safe to do so, so that action happens quickly, rather than waiting years and years for athletes to feel safe to, um, or, or they're just at breaking point where they actually express their concerns. Various codes do have welfare organisations for the players, but do you think there needs to be some national overriding body? Yes, and so... Last year, on June 14th, uh, Grant Robertson announced that there would be an uh, integrity working group uh, that's still in motion, is my understanding, and we won't be seeing uh, real signs of that coming into to being until next year. But we need that uh, now, and we need real national nationwide leadership in terms of safeguarding of our athletes. So Checkpoint approached um, the following people and groups for interviews. Athletics New Zealand, the CEO and the chair of the board, High Performance Sport New Zealand, Raylan Castle, and the author of the report into the Jeremy McColl investigation. All of them declined interviews. What does that say about transparency? Hmm. I mean, it's obviously sensitive uh, topics, but we need to be connecting the dots here. We need to be recognising that we've got a systemic problem. And 
it's you know often here what we're seeing again and again is gender-based and personal violence between male coaches and female athletes this is just far too common it's happening internationally countries around the world are you know more and more of these cases are coming to light and you know some countries that are demonstrating real leadership in terms of you know trying to move faster and safeguarding policies and procedures and i think new zealand needs to catch up here is a 10-year ban from coaching enough when you think about the consequences of this person's actions, including things like not managing injuries properly for athletes? That's kind of career-ending and life-changing um, for those athletes involved. So 10-year ban, is that enough of a consequence? Well, absolutely. Lifelong trauma and harm is being done to these athletes, uh, and that's you know 10 years sounds like a long time, and, and people are saying that is you know, um, unprecedented in terms of uh, what we've seen in Aotearoa. But actually, if that coach is going back in 10 years, uh, we're going to, you know, that's that's a little bit worrying, isn't it? Um, to think that that, uh, that coach could be working uh, with athletes, could be working with minors again. Uh, we need all of our coaches uh, to, be, to be really educated and informed around uh, what is best practice, but also around various kinds of power that they have and um, can be minimising harm and abuse. Appreciate your time this evening, Holly. Thank you for joining us. That's Holly Thorpe, a Professor of Sport and Gender at the University of Waikato.